Hello, it's me, your keeper, David. I hope you're ready to don your spacesuit and boldly go into the great unknown for the character and world-building half of our setup for Monster of the Week. As with the previous setup episode, there will be no mid-roll, so remember to take your own breaks and hydrate and check the section time codes in the show notes if you want to bounce around or find your place. We cover a lot of fun ground in this one, so buckle up and enjoy. your characters now um i'm really excited about everyone that's going on with this uh i'll tell the audience first the same basic thing that i told you all uh the this is really the only world building thing that we're going to be establishing in this setup um because everything else is going to mostly like come out in play uh i'm going to do the same thing with this as i've done with the watch and a little bit with ghost lines in the past where we're recording the setup in advance of when we're actually going to play the game so it gives me a little bit of time to really consider your specific characters and how they might fi- factor into a narrative. Um, so similarly, uh, the main pitch that I gave uh, the crew assembled here is that they are crew members on a ship uh, that is part of a grander enterprise, sort of like uh, in, in Star Trek. Uh, only the enterprise that our group is going to be working for is an organization referred to as the Cosmic Library. Uh, and their responsibility... Uh, is to take care of entities and creatures uh, that have like bled through different realities uh, into places maybe they shouldn't be, uh, because that just happens on a on a fairly regular basis. And since the Cosmic's library's job to go and take care of those things, um, this is uh, feeding off of the like narrative uh, and sort of philosophical thought uh, uh, referred to as the Cosmic Library that. All forms of media, all stories ever told, uh, whether they be you know oral histories that date back millennia, or whether they be the hot book on the shelf today, uh, that all stories are true somewhere. That that there's a vast multiverse, and any like there is no story that is uh, like totally novel and false. It just doesn't exist here, maybe right. Uh, and so, acting on that principle, that's the inspiration for a lot of the story. Um, and so all of these people are going to be on a crew together. Uh, so let's let's talk about them a little bit. Uh, who would like to start? If I don't get takers, I'm just going to pick. Nose goes. <laughs> okay, I guess it's me. <laughs> I just I didn't think my character should go first, but that's fine. No, I don't think any of us thought our character should go first. If I had to take a vote, I would say Emma because she's the pilot yeah let's have them go first oh you called for the nose goes therefore it is the, the, the she shelter. who noses goes yeah <laughs> yeah this is all my fault all right <laughs> should we talk about the fact that or or should we save that uh i don't know what you're talking about <laughs> should we talk about the fact that uh our inspiration for this whole game came from a game that we wanted to put together a very very long time ago Oh, yeah. We there, we had an idea for a game like, I don't know, five or six years ago. Um, we didn't know what system we were going to play it in. Yeah. And then uh, a little while ago, I mentioned to David offhand that the uh, idea that Pat had for his character would work really well as the mundane playbook in Monster of the Week. 
And here we are. Yep. Anyway, so so that's that's me telling you that I've been holding on to this character for a long time and I'm really excited. So my name is Nova Scotia. <laughs> <laughs> uh she is half martian half canadian she's uh she's grown up on earth but she uh went to college on mars or specifically uh on phobos at phobos university their slogan is fear itself <laughs> uh, i am playing the expert playbook i have minus one charm plus one cool plus two sharp, plus one tough, and zero weird. There are lots and lots of really interesting expert moves, but uh, the ones I picked are, uh, I've read about this sort of thing, which allows me to roll plus sharp instead of plus cool when we act under pressure, when I act under pressure. Now, you've read about this sort of thing, but did you smell it? I. That's a really good question. I'm sure that they teach you all about smells at PU. That's probably true. (laughs) 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 Old PU. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Uh, No, thank you. (laughs) uh, The other move I picked uh, was preparedness. So when I need something unusual or rare, I roll plus sharp. And then there are different effects based on different things. Uh, my my expert special for luck. Should I talk about the expert special or should yeah. I? Okay, not keep it yourself. <laughs> All right. <laughs> no, no, Dave, it's the keeper. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> I love you all. Um, the expert special for luck. If I use luck, uh. I discover something happening now is related to something that I was involved in years ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that could be fun. Yeah. If you, if you use luck, I've to integrate something from your half Martian, half Canadian backstory. <laughs> Are you going to do a Canadian accent? What is a Canadian accent, really? Mostly vocabulary. You just need to rewatch uh, Letterkenny. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, I mean, like, it's like a Minnesota accent. Yeah. Uh, you know, but the Minnesota it's, accent. It's like a Minnesota accent, don't you know? But that's the Minnesota accent. Well, okay, but I know people from Minnesota. I don't know anybody from Canada, but they're well, close. I watched Minnesota. several Canadian YouTubers, and they sound just like us. <laughs> oh, do I, they really? Uh-huh. Oh, damn. Canadians, they're just like us. <laughs> what are you talking about? What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. There are some things that are a little different, but... I also have a haven. Yeah. And uh, that that's probably going to be on our ship. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a lore library. So when I hit the books, I take plus one forward to investigate a mystery. And we've decided that your lore library is a cosmic library card Mm -hmm. uh, that can be used to access knowledge from the main organization. Uh, I have an armory. Uh, I have a stockpile of mystical and rare monster killing weapons and items. So that'll be useful. Uh, Here's hoping. Uh, And then I have a workshop. Uh, I have a space for building and repairing guns, cars and other gadgets. Work out with the keeper how long any repair or construction will take, and if we need extra supplies or help. I have a question. What you so you had? <coughs> what do you want? I'm going to start over. Okay. So you said you have a haven. Yes. Would that not be like the ship itself? We could call the ship the haven. Ooh. I mean, we do need to name the ship. I like it. So I, I could see like... it as the ship itself. I could also see like you have some sort of like backpack or something that 
Uh, I have a, a backpack that like folds out whenever yes. I need the shit. Yeah. Oh, I really like that too. Hell yeah. It, it's like stores more than it looks. Or it could be a TARDIS backpack. It's bigger on the inside. Yeah. I mean, but I like the idea that like more uh, that like things just fold out of it. And and like it's like infinite number of tools. Okay. In backpack thing. of holding. Backpack of holding. It's the backpack where you keep your applesauce. It's the backpack where I keep my applesauce. Backpack where she keeps his applesauce. Backpack where he keeps his applesauce. Hey, to the like four of you that got that reference, I see you. I'm not one of them. <laughs> I'm not one of them either. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> Uh, so that's that's me. That's Nova. Yeah, that's Nova. Uh, I have some weapons and shit, but that's that's everything for the moment. Yeah, I got a uh, flamethrower. You got a flamethrower. What other weapons do you have? Oh, okay. Weapons fun. I can do that. The and expert then, gets lots of weapons. Uh, also, any uh, salient details you have, like oh, about as as Nova, the pick, the the look. Yeah, yeah. Look, look is important. That sort of stuff. I already talked about how she's a college kid. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I could get into the the backstory of how she became the pilot on the ship if we want. Yeah. No, I, this is the time to talk about character a little bit. All right. Uh, as far as things that she has, she has a magical dagger, uh, which is two harm, hand, magic. She's got a flamethrower, which is three harm, close, fire, heavy, volatile. And uh, a ray gun is how we're, um, we're flavoring this. And it's three harm, close, reload loud who's ray and why do you have his gun <laughs> uh i took it from him he, he was did. a monster that's right wow uh look pick one from each list uh she's a woman uh she's got a thoughtful face i hadn't really <laughs> thought about this i'm reading through them as i'm doing this and she's got uh utility clothes Ooh, nice yeah uh she like i said she went to college uh on uh on phobos uh at old pu um, sorry, I really like that joke. I'm probably the one who finds it the funniest. I also find it very funny. You're also the one that made it. Well, no, no, it's a, it's Emma, it's an Emma joke. I was referencing it even though it was not on mic. Yeah, everybody in this room has heard it before, which is a little bit sad because I would have loved to get. That's like, the, the only first reason reaction. I'm not laughing harder because I, uh, I would have loved to have gotten the first 50 minutes of this room <laughs> on tape. <laughs> Well, you know, Pat, <laughs> we don't always get what we want. But if we try sometimes. Uh, <laughs> I find. But yes. if we try and, and and just simply toggle the switch to on. Nova was a uh, a typical college kid and that she went to college having really no idea what she wanted to study. Um, and uh, so just took a bunch of like extracurriculars and stuff like the 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 gen eds and such and ended up in a couple of piloting classes. And then by the time she took those. Uh, when she got to the end of it, she was like, oh, well, I only need a couple more classes to like minor in it, so I might as well do that. And then by the time you minor in something, you only need a couple more classes to major in it. So, you know, why not? Uh, so she she did that and then uh, got an offer to um, go be a pilot for the Cosmic Library. And so here we are. And that and that is the, <laughs> the biggest... Uh, uh-huh. Ear... ear- non-reality the the most unreal the <laughs> the biggest fantasy yes and and that is the biggest fantasy of all that you get out of college and get a job <laughs> <laughs> i i think she's probably an intern she may even be an unpaid intern i'll let mm. you decide on that I, that would explain why she's so mad all the time <laughs> <laughs> is she mad all the time what's her outlook what's her that's a question i always like to ask like what what's her outlook what's she here for I think that uh, at this point, 
as she is trying to keep herself and the people that she is around that she kind of cares about, she's trying to keep all of them alive. And that is harder some days than other days. And she doesn't always do that with, like, the gentlest hand. Mm -hmm. So that's Nova, Scotia. Nova Scotia. Um, let's cut around. Uh, let's talk about Rodney next. Pat, you want to talk to us about your your concept? That's a weird switch. Well, uh, I, I want to go over to you because we've talked about how uh, your character is kind of the reason why we settled on Monster of the Week for this. So, Fine. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to go last? Is that... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to go last? I mean, you can go last. You want to go mean, last, Pat? We can go last. You can rearrange the order however you want. Yeah, but if we if it, it doesn't usually sound as good if we don't go in the order we went in because it we build we build at the gel. You go next. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm playing the monstrous playbook, um, and my character's name is Froctor Og. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I've heard it like seven times at this point, and it's still funny. Well, I mean, at least I only came up with it today. So. <laughs> Not six years ago. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, I mean, I, I came up with the character concept uh, like what, like a month or two ago. Because I mean, you approached me with this with this game, and like the concept that I had had for this game idea, like was very not fleshed out. So I was like, I'm going to start over and think of something else. Um, so I was like, you know, it would be cool, uh, some sort of space goo monster creature thing um and <laughs> so proctor og is essentially a living goo creature like a pic picture if you will picture if you will um galaxy what is it Emma, galaxy what is it? slime yeah well the stuff that you like to galaxy like, putty yeah galaxy putty it's got like it's got like you know sort of a, a a pretty oily sheen that's got like you know all those colors in it it look like i just look like a little slice out of space um but also your goo yes uh i don't know what order i should talk about these things in so maybe i'll just actually read down the, the yeah go in the order <laughs> it's on the sheet sure okay um yeah so uh i'm Froctor og a uh, blobby goo creature um, and I have negative one to charm I have plus one to cool plus one to sharp plus zero to tough and plus three to weird um, when it comes to luck if I spend a luck point uh, my monster side gains power my curse may become stronger or another breed disadvantage may manifest and I'll talk about what my curse is when I get to that on the page but yes so uh, monster breed uh, it says you're half human half monster but I think it'd be more interesting if I was not originally human I'm originally some sort of alien um, actually I want to ask the group this so Emma's Nova Scotia is uh, half Martian, half Canadian. Are we like solar system binding ourselves? Uh, not at all. <laughs> uh, and not not only are we not solar system binding ourselves, this is like definitely multiversal. Okay, so excellent. You, you all might not even be originally from the same universe. Excellent. Okay, um, great. You don't want to be. So then I'm from some. I am from some random backwater planet uh where rather than you know the educated being called doctors we're called froctors um 
hence my title, Froctor Og. That's right. That's right. Um, and uh, I was originally a completely mortal being, some sort of uh, human analog uh, that in the pursuit of knowledge and just... You know, what do you do when you're bored? You create a device that is designed to make you merge with the void itself. Um, and You know, like kids do. <laughs> We've all done that. We've all been there. And so Froctor Og uh, did this and ended up um, becoming this sort of strange goo creature, which I don't think was quite what he wanted. Uh, oh, I'm saying he now. So I think I am going to go with he, him pronouns for, okay. for Froctor Og. Love it. <laughs> uh, or Froctor. You know, the good Froctor is always is always best. <laughs> <laughs> the Froctor is in. <laughs> um, but uh, so so he wanted to become one with space and became something other than what he was before, something quite monstrous and gooey. So let me let me talk about uh, da, 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 my my curses and moves. So um, my current curse, uh, my starting curse is pure drive. One emotion rules me, and that emotion is lust for knowledge. I'm a lusty blob. Lusty blob. <laughs> lusty blob with you know mood. <laughs> um. I, I do. So, so yeah, I, I've mentioned that I'm like sort of like a little slice out of space, uh, uh, a little space blob. Um, but a I, I slice the cosmic pie. Yeah. Um, I've got like bright. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I do have eyes. But other than that, my features are just kind of like. Blobby, yeah. maybe a little bit wispy, like if I need to, like, grab something, I'll just, you know, blob out. Bridget. <laughs> Um, blob out for Harambe. Do you do you float or do you like? So so no, that's a great question, and I I think that I do float because I I'm I'm gonna uh, uh, let me let me skip ahead to my moves. One of which I have chosen is incorporeal. You may move freely through solid objects, but not people. So air isn't exactly a solid object, but like if I can move through solid objects at will, why can't I move through air at will? Um. Okay. All right. I don't know. I mean, I maybe maybe just the way I move looks like I'm floating, but I am blobbing along. I don't know. What do you think? We're all just blobbing along. Cuz I mean, cuz I mean, I here's the thing is I'm thinking about this and it's like if I can just move through objects. I could just, you know, I could I could be halfway into the floor at any time if I felt like it. Yeah, but the moving through objects is probably you know, by way of like osmosis. Oh, so or, originally I was thinking that this was sort of a slugma like Pokemon situation where you have like almost uh, treads. Oh, like like there's like the, there's the the there's both fish I think and some snakes that like their bodies are sort of flat and they sort of like ripple. Yeah, uh, to to cross sand and stuff. Um, like originally I was sort of thinking that, but gooier. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Which is why I thought I like Slugma from uh, uh, Pokemon's. Yeah, is but, now is now the time to name drop Burgu King. Yes, or like the Burgu. Oh my god, of, of uh, Drawfee. Yes, uh, he both all, is burger and do like the burger. Hey, for the four people out there who got that, I see you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but what the more you talked about, like being sort of incorporeal and just 
I, now I'm seeing very like Danny Phantom or the Vision esque, just like sort of like just popping into rooms. Yeah, see, that's what uh, I was kind of picturing, and I do kind of love that. <laughs> so, I I think rather than flight, uh, I think uh, when you're provided you're in contact with something solid that can like sort of support your, I, I imagine you don't weigh very much, um, but that can like air quotes like support your weight. Oh sure, like, that you can sort of like. It's almost like you're scaling objects, only you're doing it through them. Sure. No, that's uh, that's fair. So you still like move along stuff, but like you you can like I can go into this wall and sort of just go up into the next floor or something like that. Yeah. No, uh, that makes sense. Because like I I think the problem with air is like it doesn't like support you. No, that totally makes sense. You still have some sort of mass. So yeah, I'm uh I'm a massive blob. That's right. You're a <laughs> massive blob. In that I have mass. Um, but like you're Catholic. <laughs> Lord, no, there's no Catholicism <laughs> on the planet I'm from. No, he's a frog turd. <laughs> right. Um. So, uh, uh, when it comes to my incorporeality, um, when I phase through things, the what David and I were talking about is it kind of looking like thirsty concrete, the way yeah. it it <laughs> slorps up water. <laughs> Um, but, Google right now. Stop the podcast. <laughs> stop if you're driving. Pull over. <laughs> this is important. Now stop the podcast. Yes. Yeah, well, actually, sorry. Sorry. In a, in a, give, give the instructions for. Let me give you the instructions. Sir, just right now, go to like YouTube or something and just look up thirsty concrete. Watch a video of this. There's plenty of it of them just like dumping water and just like how it absorbs into the concrete. That's the mental image I want you to get. Okay. Stop the podcast. Go check that out. I don't know why you're pausing because it's like it's not like they'll actually have to pause. I mean, I mean or, they will. Well, have to no, pause. they'll have to pause, but we don't have this, to. Pause. This is to put me in the mind space of what's going on. Here. <laughs> okay, that's this fair. Is, that's this fair. is theater of the mind. Theater of the mind. <laughs> uh, I also have another set of words I want to use to describe what this looks like. POV. I don't think we're allowed to use that kind of language. Uh, okay. POV, you're stopping the podcast in order to <laughs> look up thirsty concrete. <laughs> what a weird porn. <laughs> huh. What was your other idea? John? Yeah, no, okay. So you know those like stress balls that are really just like like little blobs that are inside of netting and you squish oh, them and yes. then, like the little like the little like globules yeah, 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 yeah. Cut, like yes. come through the net. I imagine that like my body squishing through a wall looks like that with like the like little blobs like like disappearing one by one like as if when you let go of that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I wasn't I wasn't surface. here for this image until just that point. <laughs> <laughs> I'm globulally. Globular. Blob blob Um my other uh move I is... glob you too. <laughs> Good. My other move is uh, unnatural appeal, which is that I roll plus weird instead of plus charm when I manipulate someone, which is great since my plus charm is negative one. So uh, I'm I'm a weird blob creature, but there's something about me. <laughs> so you're a hot, lusty blob. I'm a hot, lusty blob. <laughs> she a sick blob. <laughs> the froctor is in. <laughs> 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 the frog chair will see you now. <laughs> you will see the frog chair now. And, and smell him. That's right. <laughs> yes. Take so, a big old whiff of the frog chair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can smell me too if you like. I'm not going to. Wow, that's weird. <laughs> 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 
I think what's really <laughs> off-putting about my sniff sound is the wetness in it. Yes, I agree. <laughs> uh, so what else? Yes. Um, so I have natural attacks as the monstrous. Mm-hmm. Um, I have chosen the base of magical force, which has one harm, magical close, and an extra, which is uh, ignore armor. Um, which I think makes sense because, like, if I can phase through things, it would make sense that I'm able to, you know, just ignore armor. I can just magically blob somebody. <laughs> I love how much you're using blob as a verb. <laughs> Good. It's getting real Smurfs up in here. Yes. Um. So <laughs> I need to tell you, Emma, until you said for look, pick one for each list. When I saw the line that. <laughs> I thought that, Stop giggling and then say what you want to say. I thought that I thought that it was like talking to me sassily, like, look, pick one from each list. <laughs> <laughs> look, bitch. <laughs> pick one from each list. <laughs> it didn't even occur to me that it was talking about like what you look like. I don't know why. <laughs> look, pick one from each list. <laughs> Just do it. Gosh. Stop not picking. Pick one from each list. Stop being funny. funny. Okay. So. Pick one from each list. We're recording. Okay. Oh, okay. 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 Um, so what I wrote. Hey, Angelica, will you just pick one from each list? You know, I would. Look. <laughs> pick one from each list. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Um, Stop laughing and pick one from the list. You know, every time I start to try to actually go to that, that's when you yell at me to do it again. And this, Pat, you're making it really, you're making it really hard for me. To- <laughs> you can just stop right there. Pat, you're making it really hard for her. <laughs> you're, you're, where was this energy when we needed to turn on the mics? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Pat. <gasps> oh, that was the problem. It's a turn off. Uh, the mics were definitely off. Yeah. Nope. So. <laughs> a needle wow. pulling thread. I'm going to stop being funny. Um, so, I, so it says pick one from each list, but I, um, man, woman, mysterious, transgressive. I, I'm. I mean, I I guess I've decided to use he/him pronouns, but I'm certainly no man. Uh, but I, in fact, I wrote Froctor. Um, yes. <laughs> I don't think there's really a better a better way to describe my uh, g- g- gender. Um, uh, Your look. As far as my, uh, I, I can be. I can have a sinister aura, a powerful aura, a dark aura, an unnerving aura, an energetic aura, an evil aura, or a bestial aura. And I feel like unnerving makes the most sense. Agreed. Um, but I, I do have that unnatural appeal. So I think that, I don't know, I'm uh, I'm unnerving, but there's something you like about it. <laughs> Dangerous, but sexy. <laughs> yeah. Um, anything else equipment-wise or anything? Uh, oh, it also asks about clothes, which I'm not wearing any clothes. I'm just a, I'm just a little <laughs> slice of space. I do... Wear a monocle when I need to read something because I have very poor eyesight with my glowing white eyes that are are penetrating my my spacious appearance. Um, uh, and so I've I've mentioned this before that uh, uh, to the group that I am incorporeal. I can pass through walls, but my monocle cannot. <laughs> so there will probably be monocles left behind in random places on the ship 
frequently broken. I'm sure it's no fine. monocles were harmed in the making. <laughs> All the monocles were harmed. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, oh, yeah. No, that was the other question I wanted to ask uh, about gear. Um, it says, if you want, you can take one handy weapon. And like literally none of these are something that I think I would have, like a revolver or a knife or sword. Um, I was wondering, like, is there... What would you have? What what weapon would I have? What would the good Froctor Og have in his arsenal? Vibro scalpel? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if he's that kind of doctor. Dangerous and sexy. I mean, you've got to take care of Hysteria somehow. (laughs) Is he a Froctologist? Not with a scalpel. (laughs) (laughs) Let me think on it and come back to me. I did. I did like that you have like a ray gun. Mm-hmm. Um, would the Froctor have a ray gun of some kind? Did you also take a, a gun from a ray? Pat, new jokes only. <laughs> the Froctor's the Froctor's uh, gun is an array gun. Array, array gun. <laughs> it, it shoots in an array. You might have just done something. <laughs> I love that. Actually, no, that totally makes sense. If he's a you know man of science. Uh, a blob of science. A blob of science. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, I am a blob of science. <laughs> yeah, no, he has an array gun. We can decide what that actually means okay. later. All right. <laughs> I'm happy with that. Array gun. Write it down. That's in the place of a revolver. So we'll you mostly we'll we'll use similar harm and stuff for it. Cool. Um, I think that takes us over to Zach then next. Okay. Oh, what's your? Oh, oh, sorry. What's your monstrous special for the luck? Yeah. Oh, I read that already. Did you? Uh, yeah. But I'll but I'll read it again in case we want to put it here. Um, yeah. So uh, my monstrous special for uh, when I spend a point of luck is my monster side gains power. My curse may become stronger, oh, which right. again is my lust for knowledge, or another breed disadvantage may manifest. So that's scary. I You'll th- become more goo. <laughs> I'll become gooier and sexier, <laughs> more dangerously unnaturally attractive. Same amount of goo, twice the sex. E. <laughs> no, just twice the sex. Oh. <laughs> oh. Slorp, <laughs> slorp, slorp. <laughs> twice the sex, double the goo. <laughs> twice the sex, double the goo. Uh, is there any other outlook details you want to include for the good Froctor? Oh, right. Fractor Og is the ship gardener. Um, he, yeah. uh, he, he does experiments with plants. Um, he, mostly, he mostly takes care of them to make sure that there's oxygen on the ship. But he also um, definitely like uh, does weird crossbreeding things in order to, just to see what fucking happens. Because he's crazy. <laughs> to see what fucking happens. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Back. Uh, tell us about your character. Okay, um, I'm using the Hex playbook. Um, my character is named Lenny. If you have seen the movie A Bug's Life, um, imagine the caterpillar from that movie. Um, and it's basically Lenny. Um, but bigger. But bigger. And uh, Lenny was born on the space station and never really knew a family or anything, just kind of grew up on the space version of the streets and doesn't even know like what race of beings he is or any of that kind of stuff. So he's just kind of Lenny. And 
Oh, I'm going into backstory stuff before. You're fine. That's fine. Do what you want to do. So, yeah, live your best life. Mm -hmm. So, um, Lenny's kind of stats here are two to charm, so we're fairly charming. Zero to cool, he has no chill. Zero to sharp, uh, one to tough, and two to weird, pretty weird. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Pretty weird. Pretty weird. The uh, hex has special where when I spend luck until the end of the mystery at hand, backlash on my spells will be extra nasty, um, which makes using luck a rather bad thing to do uh, or risky thing to do. I have a a thing called rotes where whenever I use magic, uh, I can decide afterwards that a particular spell is a rote that I know. And so that basically means that um, I can kind of access that instantly whenever I need to. Am am I understanding that correctly? Uh, So the the main difference between a rote and just normal use magic is with a normal use magic, you don't really know what's going to go wrong. Like if because if you roll a mixed success, something will go wrong. If you roll a failure, something really will go wrong uh, with use magic. And you can sort of narrow, you can choose and narrow down what kind of thing goes wrong, but like never, you, you don't really know the the given both power and risks of it. Um, so with rotes, the hex basically has a, a set of custom moves that they can build up over time or have things that they come into the game with that are, uh, this is magic that I do on a regular basis um, that I know and that uh, I, it has uh, a set success, what happens, a set mixed success, and a, a set failure, and, and what all those look like, what the consequences are. Um, so basically, it's it's just known magic, as opposed to use magic for anyone else, which is totally wild, and you don't really know what exactly will go down. And so there was already a rote that we had talked about mm-hmm. before Lenny. Mm-hmm. Um, now, we haven't actually put this into... Onto the, the yeah, we we haven't written something out for this as like as of recording today. We'll have something ready in time for when we play, um, but you can describe it if you'd like to, uh, and we'll. So at least it'll be on the record now what you're what what people can expect from Lenny. <laughs> yes, so Lenny is the engineer for the ship and kind of the mechanic of sorts, but he knows nothing of machinery or repairing or engineering. Um, (laughs) which has would be problematic to a normal being but um, Lenny is in possession of a magic toolbox and these magic tools um, under very specific circumstances can be used to just fix things magically Uh, fix objects magically I use that in the broadest sense yeah. possible in a very intentional way should we make it like alien technology alien i don't even know if lenny knows yeah yeah it, any technology that's sufficiently advanced is magic yeah right? yeah so. uh, I, I think there's something about lenny mm-hmm. he's been touched by something deep and powerful and and or either ancient or futuristic who the hell knows uh that lets him just sort of fix stuff mm-hmm. uh and how does Lenny do that? Lenny is the space Jesus for machines. <laughs> <laughs> Except not actually. Um, Boy, that is but, quite the title. <laughs> but the, the way that this magic works, mm-hmm. um, Lenny has discovered uh, many years ago, is that someone must be able to describe to the tools the sound of the thing that is broken. <laughs> 
by repeating whatever sound is by imitating it with with whatever vocal apparatus they have and um once they've described this to the tools the tools know oh this is what i need to do so then tools will do the job and fix the thing uh, as an aside this is inspired by um the show uh, uh car talk by click and clack the tappet brothers on npr um that like old folks are going to know and me um, <laughs> for the four of uh, you out there to get that reference yeah. zach yeah, sees you exactly i see you uh i appreciate you but um that's kind of lenny's shtick do you have to actually like like use the tools on the thing do you like hit them with it or i i Lenny has found that holding the tool and hitting the broken thing with the magic tool will often fix the thing. Okay, there we go. Excellent. Though in certain circumstances, other things may happen for reasons he cannot understand or predict. Things may go boom. Exactly. Referencing to Atlantis, the Lost Empire, right? Mm -hmm. Yes, thank you. Um, <laughs> Unless, of course, the sound that it's making is boom, 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 boom. Well, no, then, then, then it's going to correct that booming. Exactly. Correct. What if the sound it's making goes ring, ding, 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 ding? Then it's a fox. <laughs> oh my god, that's an old meme. So, for the four of you out there, we <laughs> see you. <laughs> okay. Why did this become the joke? <laughs> <laughs> the hex also has a temptation mechanic where um, uh, he is given over to an addiction where he'll use magic to do what he could do without it. While he is not very much of a mechanic, he will sometimes, if he just sees something that is like, not put together like Ikea furniture or space Ikea furniture. <laughs> space Ikea furniture. He, he, will, he has found ways in which to get the magic toolbox to put together his Ikea furniture for him. And he does these kinds of things in, in various situations and will use magic um, recklessly at times. Does he also like take apart existing furniture and put it back together in new and interesting ways? He has once or twice, yes. Going forward, we'll see. Um, his three hex moves are uh, one, bad luck charm, which is whenever you use magic and miss, the backlash never affects me directly if there's someone else around to get hit. This is how Linnea survives so long. <laughs> <laughs> It'll go for allies, other hunters, innocent bystanders, uh, just anybody except me. Um, everyone wants to want a blue moon. It might even hit an enemy if an enemy is nearby. Uh, the other two uh, moves that Lenny has are cast the bones, uh, which I can do once per mystery. Um, you can perform some kind of divination, um, which I imagine would play out sort of in the same like sound um, imitation kind of thing, mm. um, to glean information about the future. Um, and when you seek guidance by divination, you roll plus sharp. Obviously, Linnea has a terrible sharp score, so this will be fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, and uh, I, can, I can learn uh, pretty much anything from the quote-unquote investigative mystery box um, or 
Um, one of the following questions, specifically, what can I gain from this person, place, thing, creature? And who has touched this person, place, thing, creature before me? Uh, the keeper will answer truthfully uh, with either a direct answer or how to find out more. And the last uh, move Lenny has is called Luck of the Damned. Uh, after you use magic or cast a rote, take plus one forward on the next roll that you make. Very nice. nice. So, yeah. That's really I great. See. Oh, um, I didn't get into how Lenny looks. So, yes, like under, uh, like imagining the caterpillar from a bug's life, pretty accurate, though he does wear clothes. Um, <laughs> oh, oh, stop, stop, stop. How does he wear his pants? <laughs> if you were a caterpillar from what? Bugs Life, would you wear pants like this or like this? So he wears his pants like anyone else, one antenna at a time. <laughs> since, since this is an audio show, I will let the viewers vote mm. on how Lenny wears his pants. Um, and we'll discuss it in the post-apocalypse. <laughs> correct, correct. Get your votes in now. It is important to note that Lenny wears ill-fitting clothes because not many clothes are built to be worn by a giant caterpillar in space. Um, or at least he has not found a good tailor suited to that need. <laughs> suited. <laughs> um, perhaps he will one day. We will see. He has tried using the toolbox to fix clothes to fit him. It does not work because... Well, what sound do you make? Zip or whatnot. He's tried everything. It doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> um, he he does have kind of like kind but featureless eyes because he's like a nice guy, but he doesn't really have any skills. <laughs> pure apart and dumb of ass. Exactly. Yes. Beautiful. Yes. Uh, so he he does in terms of gear uh, has the magical toolbox mm -hmm. as well as two wizardly weapons, one of which is a shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> I really like the idea that the Frogter and Nova have ray guns. You just literally have a shotgun. First, first off, he came. He came from you know some backwater streets, uh, and then also it's it's a it's a, it's a wizardly tool. It's a boomstick. It's a boomstick. Just wait till you oh. see what the mundane is packing. Mm -hmm. Oh man! Oh heavens! And then um, how do I pronounce? That's a really good question. Okay. Uh, oh, can I see? Can I see? Okay. Can it's I the just second make one. it up? Oh. I'm going to say uh, Athame. Uh, viewers, please oh, Athame. In I mean, it might just be Athame. It might be Athame. Or... Oh, Athame would be good. Athame. Uh, Athame. Athame. That is not what any of us said. Let's just say Athame. Athame. <laughs> <laughs> Would you please play both those sounds into the mic? So, Athame. <laughs> now make it slower and sexier. Athame. <laughs> it's a ritual dagger. An Athame. Okay. An is Athame. Yeah, which is a, uh, which is a a magical a silver dagger, um, that I can use. Um, both very short, like short range weapons, but how are you interpreting it? Uh, like what what is it? An athame? Well, no, like your athame, right? Because like, oh, I, did you yeah, just so... ask him to uh, describe his athame to you, David? <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about your athame. I don't kink shame. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, Tell me about your ass name. Uh, play it one more time. <laughs> <laughs> so ass name. <laughs> I feel like you need to have that on the ready. <laughs> I will. Ass name. So this ass name. Um. Please correct me if this is going to do far. anything. Okay. Whatever you feel like. This Athame just happened to be in Lenny's toolbox, and he was kind of confused by it because it doesn't seem like something you would use to repair or something, but quite the opposite. But what he found the first time that he used it, just to test cutting through a piece of bread, was that it turned the bread into cake. <laughs> Oh my god, Zach, I love you so much. Okay, so quick, quick side story. Everything is cake. Quick side story. <laughs> uh, Zach is in another game of mine. He's, he's in a home D&D game. It's been going for years. It has. Uh, and, <gasps> and one of the things that he requested at one point <laughs> was, a, was a knife. Because it's like there's like the meme at the time of like the, the they know yeah people well I'm just explaining people making uh-huh. like cakes that look like everyday objects and then cutting into them and it was like a whole popular thing on the internet and so then his concept for this knife was a knife that when you cut through things it turns it into cake um, and it's so fun that I have I have to say sure <laughs> for for context um, yeah. yeah. When I originally messaged David about this, it was like 1.30 a.m. on Wednesday. This is true. And I had just woken up in a hot sweat like, in the middle of the night. Not a cold okay. sweat. A hot sweat. I was hot, okay? and Yeah, you are. Yes, I was hot for cake knives. And... Um, and, and he doesn't kink shame, so none of us should either. Correct. Nobody and should so, kink shame. And, <laughs> don't kink shame. Don't and kink so, shame. Can we I, please, please have a pin that says don't kink shame? We'll see. Yes. Okay. So, um, woke up in, in a cold sweat or a hot sweat. Take, take your pick. Um, <laughs> at 1.30 a.m. And I messaged David. And I don't know if you got back to me that night or like sometime later. I hope it was sometime later. Yeah. Later, but yeah, it, this was just like something that came to me in a dream. And then we built an entire plot line around it's it. It's true. I, I can't just, you can't just have a thing like that and have it not matter. My character is Tower Jesus in that, um, in that one. So that's why I was sort hoping, of. that's why I was hoping that Lenny would be Space Jesus, but it's fine. <laughs> I, I mean, having that, bringing that item back again uh, does make me feel like it has to end up integrated in one way or another, or just be this random thing that he has. Either way. Now I'm excited for the second time that Zach is on this podcast and he still has a cake knife. <laughs> what, we'll, what we'll probably do is we'll probably make that a second row. Mm. Is that it? I think that's it. Yep. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, that brings us over to Pat with our mundane. Hello, I'm Pat or Patty if you're nasty. Uh, and in this game, uh, I will be playing uh, the uh, playbook of the mundane. Uh, his name is Rodney Redshirt, and I'm going to spell that for you. Uh, that is 
That is redshirt, R-E-H-D-S-C-H-I-R-D-T. Rodney Redshirt. Because, you know, if we just spelled it Redshirt, it wouldn't be a real name, unlike, you know, Nova Scotia and Froctor Og. Yeah. <laughs> and Lenny. <laughs> yeah, who the hell calls someone Lenny? <laughs> Sorry, Lenny. Uh, for for anyway. reference, Lenny is spelled L-E-N-N-Y. <laughs> Everyone's characters' names will be in the show notes below. Anyway. Or to the side or wherever you get your show notes. I don't know. <laughs> wherever. I don't know what you're happy You can using. just sniff them off. Your yeah. <laughs> just sniff wherever your phone real close. You'll know how to spell it. I don't kink shame. That's right. Uh, anyway, Patrick, go on with Rodney. Yeah, anyway, so Rodney Redshirt, uh, he's the mundane playbook. Uh, I've got plus two to charm, which is hilarious, if you ask me. Uh, plus one to cool, plus one to sharp, zero tough, and minus one weird. The mundane special when using luck is when you spend a point of luck, you'll find something weird, maybe even useful. Uh, so moves as a mundane, I get to pick, uh, three different mundane moves. The first one I picked is the power of heart when fighting a monster. If you help someone don't roll plus cool, you automatically help as though you rolled a 10. So that's pretty cool. Or I guess it's not because it just happens automatically. (laughs) This is the uncool kids table. That's right. Another move that I picked was don't worry, I'll check it out. Whenever you go off by yourself to check out somewhere or something scary, mark experience. So anytime that I'm all like, don't worry, guys, I'll go check it out. uh, I get experience for that. That's pretty cool. You know, like they do on the hit show, Scooby Don't. That's right. (laughs) Scooby Don't. And then, as aforementioned, uh, we had an idea for characters for a space-based game years ago, and in that, our characters were to have uh, like a positive and negative thing that they could do, and I lumped mine into one thing that now uh, me and David as the Keeper created a homebrew move for specifically Rodney and uh, we're calling it Red Shirts Requiem. Beautiful. Thank you. And how it works is uh, if Rodney goes unstable, it's equal to him dying. And the party gets plus one ongoing against the opponent that killed Rodney. The keeper gets to revive Rodney at their discretion. And the move ends when Rodney is revived. Yeah. So basically, uh, this is playing on the trope in Star Trek that like the red shirts always die. And it's always like, oh, no. Uh, <laughs> and, and like, let's go do something about that. Rodney, no. Yeah. It's like it's meant to like set the stakes. Right. And so uh, when Rodney takes more than three harm for most people, that puts them unstable for Rodney, he dies. Um, and or, or rather, it's, uh, sorry, I should say that when Rodney takes three harm. He dies. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, that he has three HP instead of instead of seven. Yeah, 
And when Rodney dies, uh, everyone gets a a boost, a plus one ongoing uh, against whatever threat offed Rodney. Uh, and then at some point after Rodney's death, Rodney will just return. He'll just <laughs> be back. And it's it's just accepted. It's just that's just how Rodney is. Which makes Rodney mechanically immortal. That's right. Maybe he still ages, though. Who knows? What, what kind of never, hell have you created? He's never, <laughs> he's never tried aging out before. Does he always come back exactly as he was? Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll figure out. We'll figure that out in play. We'll figure that out in play. But uh, yeah, Rodney uh, just just he's just back. He's just back. Don't worry about it. Uh, Tuesday. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Not Tuesday. Moving on to gear. Uh, you get two mundane weapons and a means of transport. Let's start there. Well, you want to start with the transport? I do. Okay. Um. So. The options for the mundane are a bicycle. Uh, that's that's kind of strange for being on a ship. Uh, fairly new car in decent condition. Now nah, we're on a ship. What do I need a car for? Classic car in terrible condition. Again, we're on a ship. Why do I need a car? Motorcycle, van. Now nah, on a ship. What do I need those for? And then I saw skateboard. <laughs> and I'm all like, Yes. Less. So Rodney has a skateboard that we have again. He was a skater boy. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That we have. She said, see you later, boy. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, we will see him later. Uh Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so (laughs) Rodney. So right. <laughs> it's good to know that I can kill Pat. Uh, uh, hopefully a lot, so you get plus one forward. If I kill Pat in real life, do I get plus, plus one, foreign one forward in real again? life? I think you would you get, get a plus one, sentence. Yeah, you would get plus one Florence. <laughs> plus one Florence. <laughs> Try again. That's my next monster of the week character. You'd get. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the whole thing plus one for Florence. No. Uh, <laughs> you would, if you killed me, you would get plus one forward against yourself. That's right. Because you would be the opponent that downed me. Oh, oh, shit. <laughs> also, also, it's plus one ongoing, not forwards. Yeah. Uh, for for the record, in uh, pow- powered by the apocalypse nomenclature, plus one forward refers to a plus one you gain on your next roll. As uh, sometimes there's some restrictions on what rolls would apply, but generally it's just your next roll. And then ongoing is across several rolls uh, in a given circumstance, uh, or in this case, against a particular threat. <laughs> Anyway, so I have a skateboard yes. that we, again, have homebrewed to be a hoverboard because this is space. Yes. Hell yeah. Uh, In space. That's right. So uh, Rodney uh, has a skateboard, and uh, now comes the point where we're going to talk about what Rodney looks like. He's Rodney. Uh, I think I failed to mention earlier, he's the ship's custodian. He is there to clean up the messes and make sure everything is tidy and orderly. 
And when picturing Rodney, I want you to think of uh, the meme with Steve Buscemi. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hello there, fellow kids. Hello there, fellow kids. Oh my god! Uh, that that is Rodney in a nutshell. He he wants to be one of the cool. I mean, he is a hunter because that's how Monster of the Week works. All the players are hunters, but he like wants to be like a proper hunter, and he's just not. <laughs> He's sanitation on the ship. So, yeah, uh, he does his best to, like, kind of fit in with the rest of the hunters. So we got the hoverboard for coolness. We've got, uh, obviously, he's a man. We've said he, him, and, uh, yeah, skater boy a lot. Uh, uh, Rodney's got a friendly face. He's nice, supportive. Rodney is friend-shaped. That's right. He's shaped like a friend. Rodney, Rodney is friend. Rodney is life. Uh, <laughs> and death and life again. <laughs> yeah. I think Rodney is space genius. Yes, uh, exactly. Rodney is the chain of samsara, which must be broken. <laughs> there we go. Uh, For and- the four of you in the audience, you got that reference. <laughs> David sees you. You are heard. You are valid. Uh, and Rodney has street clothes because, again, hello there, fellow kids. <laughs> incredible we are quite the mismatched group oh, yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah isn't it great cosmic library uh, all kinds. it's gonna so, be if anything happens <laughs> so gear outside of uh the cool kid hoverboard which by the way is definitely the ho- hoverboard from back to the future he got it from a reality where back where the 2015 where back to the futures 2015 actually happened that's right uh, there was a, a whole incident with the Cosmic Library there because uh, Marty McFly was uh, messing around with the timeline and had to be eliminated. <laughs> so, of course, uh, he took the hoverboard so he could be cool. <laughs> That's right. That's all also you... where we got our ray guns. That's right. <laughs> hey, a guy named Ray. Hey there, all you cool cats and kittens. <laughs> I feel like I should have mentioned that part of the reason that uh, uh, Dr. Og got involved with the Cosmic Library is like, oh, knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> That is important. Mm-hmm. So, uh, going back up to the weapons, we have uh, you get to pick two mundane weapons, and boy, they are mundane. Uh, that you get options for uh, with the mundane playbook. Uh, the two that I picked are fire axe, three harm, hand, messy, and an axe that you would use in case of a fire. It's okay, not an axe that's on fire. <laughs> It's like a, a axe. Yeah. You, like, a it's like case a, of emergency. A fireman's axe. Okay. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like definitely picturing, I'm sure that David said that because of the look on my face. Yeah. I was picturing like an axe on fire. No, like, no. That's not mundane at all. No, no. A fire axe. Does does the axe turn things Je- into fire? No. No. Not a fire axe. A fire axe. <laughs> look, I didn't go to school for fire science. Uh, and then uh, I also picked baseball bat which again we have modded to be one of those flashlights that are like big and hefty enough to like be used as a club oh I thought you were going to make it a space ball uh, bat it's a blaze ball bat no Uh, it's 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 a uh, it's a flashlight yeah it's a long torch it's one of the yeah sweet so yeah uh, that's Rodney red shirt You've already talked a little bit about Rodney's motivation, sort of wanting to be a proper hunter. What brought Rodney to the Cosmic Library? 
uh, they put an ad in the space newspaper uh, looking. <laughs> yeah. The the what? Uh, I mean, there's now a official the space newspaper. Yes. You're one place for space news. For space news. <laughs> news in space. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Don Pardo. Oh, God. <laughs> and to the four of you out there that got that joke, I see you. Uh, go on. Uh,. Yeah, uh, there was an ad put out in in the space newspaper uh, looking for positions to be f- filled in sanitation. Uh, and so Rodney's all like, I have experience in sanitation. And so he, yeah, applied at the local space library. Cosmic library. <laughs> That's well, well I mean, well, maybe he like used a, a local space library compute public computer to apply to, buy yeah, to, to the cosmic bag. library. You don't, <laughs> you don't think Rodney has his own home computer, do you? <laughs> You're right. I'm sorry. Does Rodney even have a home? He does now. Aww. Is this gonna be one of those found family arcs? I sure hope so. <laughs> Well, uh, we've got a giant caterpillar, <laughs> <laughs> a half Canadian, a space goo. Oh, and by a the guy. way, yeah, R- Rodney is full human. Uh, I, you know what? I said, I said the Steve Buscemi meme, but it's like if you took the Steve Buscemi meme and mixed it with uh, the guy from Deadpool two two that just responded to the ad, essentially. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god so yeah yeah that track uh that is that is rodney redshirt he's all like what they need a sanitation engineer i'll respond to the ad did you think you'd be sweeping up monocles i sure didn't <laughs> speaking actually of interactions between everyone uh I think nice last- segue <laughs> Uh, I think the last thing that we're going to do in our setup today is to establish our history questions with each other. Um, So with your character creation, you already are related to the other people, to the other hunters in uh, some fashion, Uh, sometimes literally, if if you pick that option. Um, But let's let's do those. Let's go in the same order we presented the characters. So, uh, Emma, uh, how do you relate to each of the other three hunters? Uh, one of them is, uh, you were previously both members of an eldritch group, now disbanded. Ask them why they left and tell them why you did. So I wanted to ask Angelica, oh. uh, did the proctor perhaps go to Phobos University? Oh, man. Is this like an old Greek society <laughs> at, 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 at PU? Old PU. Old PU. Oh, you know what? I do actually love that. Um, uh, yeah, no, I think that... Um, the Froctor uh, was was a classmate of yours. Um, so you would actually have known him when he was before he merged himself with with space. Fascinating. So I'm, I'm sure that the reason he left the society was because he launched himself into the void with some sort of experimental device in order to, you know, merge himself with it. Um and God, how uh the the question then being how we found each other again after that. But I guess maybe he read in the space newspaper about <laughs> you becoming a, a renowned pilot and like asked you for a job, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> 
Uh, I mean, as for how why I left, I think I just graduated. <laughs> yeah, that's so <laughs> fucking funny. I love that. <laughs> what was the name of it? Uh, oh, the Greek Society. Oh, oh no, we gotta pick. We gotta pick something funny. Uh, what's the what's the P in in Greek? Is it is it Feta? Uh, I don't know, man. <laughs> um. Oh my god! I I just googled I googled a funny name for a Greek society, yeah, uh, or Greek frat. Um, and one of one of the top ones is I ate a pie. That's excellent. That is excellent. That is excellent. Let's do I ate a pie. Yeah, let's do it. I ate a pie. I ate a pie. Old old I ate a pie at at PU. Maybe maybe I ate a pie is why uh, I got the um, the internship. You know how those like oh yeah Greek connections will mm-hmm. get you places. Okay, cool. I like that. Uh, let's. I, I do want to sort of breeze through these uh, so that we can keep. You this. want me to do all three, or do we? Yeah, all go three. Around? Let's do okay. all three. Um, they once helped you get a singular item that is now part of my haven. Tell them oh. what it was. Oh, there you go. I gave you a plunger. You gave me a plunger. Beautiful. Okay. You'd never seen one before. <laughs> they don't have them in Canada or ours. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> I mean, they're they're a relic technology, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Nowadays, toilets don't clog. Yeah, space they toilets. They just incinerate your poo. Canada has space toilets now. Right, that's right. <laughs> and Mars, of course. They they, they have, have the space toilets. It's actually similar technology to how uh, uh, Fro- were... Froctor Og yeeted themselves into the void. It yeets your shit into the void. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought you were going to say it's similar technology to the space newspaper. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they come from the same place. Oof. The space. The space. That's right. Uh, and then uh, you are you are fairly fresh-faced, Lenny. We could do, uh, they came to you for advice, and your advice got them out of trouble. Ask them what the trouble was. Or uh, you saved their life in a tight spot. Tell them what happened. That makes more sense, because Lenny is an idiot. Okay. So, yeah. All right. Is that, uh, maybe, maybe... Uh, Rodney and uh, and the Frogger and Nova were on a, a mission for the Cosmic Library, uh, and you were in a in a spot where we were able to save your life, and that's how you ended up joining the crew. I like that. Okay, yeah. So, uh, so I, uh, I saved Lenny's life. Uh, Rodney gave me a plunger, and that's not a euphemism. It can be if you want. And yeah. uh, the Frogger and I were college buddies, and then he disappeared, and then he found me again, and I helped him get his job. Nice, nice. Um, uh, Lenny, I think probably no. No, next gel. up is Frogger. Oh, Frogger yes. Og. Um, okay, so so I'm not sure what to do with all of these, but I like for Nova. Uh-huh. Um, they are tied to your curse or origin. Tell them how. I like to think that as students, we were friends, and you helped me build my device. Ah. Um, you know, it was you know we, we were in a we were in some elective together that yeah. you were taking for some godforsaken reason. Yeah, because it looked uh, interesting, and, and it wasn't full yet. Yeah, and uh, uh, we became friends. We should decide what class that was. Um, uh, maybe just peculiar robotics. Yeah, intro to peculiar robotics. <laughs> and uh, I was telling you about this idea I had. And was this your capstone? Um, I think that it was just a personal project because I don't think I ever graduated. True. Um, 
Um, but how much worse would it be if you were that close to graduating? <laughs> oh, man. Do they not give diplomas to sentient goo? Racist. <laughs> Not when the sentient goo is stuck in a void for a while. Yeah, because <laughs> I I think that I think that it probably took me a while after activating the device to get to any sort of anyone who would like trust that I wasn't some sort of weird nefarious monster that was going to kill them. Um, so I think I think that you helped me build my my space eating device. <laughs> I love it. Um, the void eater. Yeah, the void eater. Um, okay. Um uh, <laughs> I'm trying to think what would be good for the other ones. Um Yeah, save me from what you got, David. So I was just thinking that uh hear me out. So we have a circumstance that happened where wherein our our, our good friend uh Lenny we thought was was going to be killed by some folks, right? And that's how uh, he he met uh, uh, Nova. Nova. That's how he met Nova. So what if um, the monster in question <gasps> was me? Was Proctor Og? Was Proctor Og? <laughs> and Lenny wasn't actually in any mortal danger, but he certainly thought that he was. No, no, I like it better if Lenny was only in mortal danger because he messed something up. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Proceed. Sir. Yeah, yeah, no. So, so, but maybe that's how maybe that's how Nova and Froctor yeah. got back together again. Yeah. What? <laughs> I love that. I like oh, that. So, so basically, then I think then uh, I think perhaps the person who saved you in the circumstance was actually Lenny. Um, and, and here's here's my pitch for that. Um, I think that the other hunters of the uh, of the cosmic library were just going to you're a monster and you needed to be eradicated. You were a risk to the, the multiverse. Um, and so they were going to remove you from the history books uh, right. so that you remained only in people's implicit memories and ended up in this fictional podcast. Uh, <laughs> but meta as fuck. Yes. <laughs> a little uh, bit. <laughs> but uh, instead, uh, I think Lenny, even though he thought you were going to like hurt him and stuff or, or was otherwise in danger, I think maybe because Lenny's a pretty like compassionate and and good cater- he's good being caterpillar. Uh, that Lenny advocated for them not to hurt you uh, or otherwise tried to save your life and basically got the situation to stop to a point where ever- there could be communication instead of just violence. Um, and then anyway. you said something, and the Nova was like, "Rock Rock, <laughs> <laughs> my old friend Nova." <laughs> <laughs> Is that the frog dog that? voice? That's the voice. I'm yeah. here for that. <laughs> I love it. Oh, yes. Uh, so that's my pitch. If people like that, I love it. No, that's yeah. fantastic. Okay, now cool, I just got to cool. figure out my history with Rodney. Um. Um. um I kind of like I kind of like you fought together against the odds and prevailed. Um, I mean, it's kind of vague, but I mean, honestly, most of the rest of them are feel uh, less great. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, I'm. You've now been here with the Cosmic Library for a little while now, uh, and you fought together with Rodney and prevailed. Did Rodney die? 
I'm sure he did. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you fought together and you prevailed. <laughs> I yeah, no, I think that I think that the first time that Rodney died uh in in Froctor's Froctor Og's presence, it was just absolutely a devastating blow. It's always a devastating blow. Oh, but right. um but uh the it like I think that because um part of Proctor Og's motivation in merging himself with the void was to achieve, you know, obviously knowledge, but also I think maybe some flavor of immortality that like he feels this kinship with Rodney and his bizarre life death thing. <laughs> <laughs> does does Proctor want to study Rodney? Thing. Perhaps. Um, there's also another one in here, which is you lost control one time and almost killed them. Ask them how they stopped you. Mm. <laughs> I don't think we mentioned it when I was going over character that uh, Rodney has no recollection of dying every time. That yeah, happens. yeah. We we mentioned that like it's sort of it's normal, right? But like, yeah, Rodney just like he's just he's alive. What are you talking about? Right. I didn't go anywhere. Um, Rodney is the worst gaslighter. But I, you know, honestly, actually, it might honestly be better that you almost killed them because, like, maybe the Froctor was like, "I must dissect this human." Ooh. <laughs> so, so Froctor wants to uh, wants to study Rodney, and Rodney wants to clean Froctor. <laughs> oh, oh, we're getting to mine. Here in a <laughs> well, how did you stop me? Actually, maybe he didn't. Maybe I did yeah. kill him. No, he stopped you by just persisting. <laughs> yeah, no, I killed him, and then he was alive later. No, because like I think <laughs> no. Here's how he stopped you. You killed him, and then it, like investigated his body to like figure out how his thing worked, and you found nothing out of the ordinary. <laughs> there was nothing, and then like you like blinked, like like happened to like look the other way, and you look back, and the body's gone, and he's just like outside in the hallway scrubbing the floors. <laughs> I love that. Oh my god. No, that's great. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. The many lives of Rodney Redshirt. Uh, so I think that's your history questions yes, answered. Yep. Uh, let's move on then to Lenny. Let's answer some Lenny questions. Lenny, 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 Lenny. Glorious. Leonard. So I'm going to start with um, Lenny's connection to Rodney Redshirt. Okay. Um, Lenny learned through divination that Rodney is important and that Lenny should help Rodney. Um, and Ooh. Lenny has told Rodney this. Um, but in a way that doesn't give, well, actually, no, Lenny told Rodney this straight up because Lenny doesn't have any idea of filter or consequences to his actions. And so he told Rodney this. How does Rodney respond to that reality? That I'm important? Yes. And that I learned some divination that I should help you. That's right. Uh, he will take this with. Uh, the highest respect and great honor that uh, has been bestowed upon him. All right. By the space caterpillar. By the space caterpillar. Name. And you'll see why here in a second with my history questions. Oh boy. Glorious. All right. So between uh, Lenny and Nova. Yeah. Um, Nova uh, helped me out when a spell went awry, which is how you saved my life. Um, I was trying to help Dave Froctor. Um, and in the process, um, like something in this, like we were in like the space mall or something. And the like space the, mall. The, window, the windows or something like up top were starting to break because people were rioting about Froctor or something. 
<laughs> and so Lenny went to do like a a big magic fix for like all the things that are breaking around him. And it went very wrong. <laughs> and Nova was like, I got to help these people. So excellent. Yeah. So, okay. So I deployed my, uh, I, I deployed my collapsible workshop and, uh, and put some stuff together real quick. To... I love that. Yes. Good heart. <laughs> Good of heart. Dumb of ass. Yes. <laughs> we love Lenny. We stand Lenny. We stand. A we king. stand a Lenny. We lend a stan. <laughs> I'm having a really hard t- time deciding on a history question. Yeah. For for Proctor. Um, for, for the Proctor. But I do think I will go with this. Okay. Proctor keeps Lenny grounded and is unfazed by my displays of power. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just say how much I love having Lenny as the Hex and what that means for his character? I fucking love that. Oh my god. That is so... That is comedy gold. That's so fucking funny. So, I guess, Proctor, why are you unimpressed? Unfazed. Unfazed by Lenny's displays of power. (gasps) Other than the fact that he's a giant fucking caterpillar. Because they were the Fractor's tools. What do you mean? Oh. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Are you saying that the, the, the tools that he uses were somehow one of my inventions? Or they were the tools that you were using when you got yeeted into the void? They are the tools I use to make my, my void yeeting device. Uh-huh. They are the tools of and, the universe. And, and so they too were yeeted when you... I assume, like, I'm imagining you had you built some machine that yeah. was the void eater. Yeah. What if they were endowed with magical power when the thing went wrong? Yeah. Yeah. And you into the void. Yes. They were splashed with void juice. Oh yeah. yeah. So they're, they're like they're so their power source is void juice. And so, like, you intuitively understand the power that is making it happen, but cannot like really describe it in words because it is not a concept that mortal being can understand. And you right. can't use them because you don't have hands. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> and Lenny has so many hands. <laughs> yeah, I think I think you can't use them because you are also void juice. Oh, and, yeah. And it's a double I'm negative incompatible. Situation. I'm incompatible oh, with tools. Or, or like that uses sort of like uses the void. It accesses the void as its power source. What if, if you try to use them, it starts accessing you? <laughs> oh. oh. That's so interesting. I like yeah. that. All right. Mm-hmm. No, that's interesting. I mean, like... Uh, Unfazed. I don't know if I would be unfazed by that, but it is certainly like not like, oh, I need to. It's it's like I don't need to use those tools that I because I know what they do. Not for me. (laughs) You certainly can phase through. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's funny. That's actually really funny. <laughs> unfazed. I can't phase through those tools yep. because... Yep, you're unfazed by that. Because they are themselves are semi-incorporeal. Right. Oh, my God. Or at least void-saturated. Yeah, void-saturated. Oh, oh. Soak tools in void. <laughs> Instructions oh. unclear. Soak tools in void. <laughs> Saturate me, void daddy. <laughs> All right. Uh, so we figured out Lenny. Yeah. So those are those are Lenny's history questions. Uh, let's. You've you've been smiling over there, Pat. I'm always worried when you're smiling. Uh, what do you have for Rodney? All right, Rodney's history questions. Uh, 
They're your hero. Exactly the kind of monster hunter you aspire to be. Tell them why you worship them. So Lenny... Beautiful. <laughs> Fucking so, beautiful. Poetry, it rhymes. So, <gasps> so Lenny, being a sanitation engineer, he sees you as the shit mechanic as a step above him and goes, man, I want those tools so bad. I want to, I want to, I can build shit, build shit parts. I can, I can fix stuff that's broke. I just want to be like Lenny. He's so cool. <laughs> Look at all those arms. <laughs> I like to think that Rodney at some point tried to take one of the tools when uh, when Lenny wasn't paying attention and couldn't get the magic to work. <laughs> yeah. He didn't know how to do it. I'm a failure. <laughs> because because he was trying to do it silently and the whole thing with the tools. <laughs> you have to imitate the sound yeah. of the thing is broken. Oh my yes. god. So you're trying to do it silently. <laughs> <laughs> bang, bang, bang. <laughs> So yeah, uh, uh, so that's my relationship with Lenny. Yeah, yep. I love uh, it. What else? Initially rivals, you both now respect each other's talents. So the good Froctor. <laughs> Let's talk about all those monocles on the floor. Huh? What about them? trying to keep a clean tidy ship you keep phasing through walls and whatnot and countertops after i just cleaned them you leave behind a residue you know <laughs> you get void juice everywhere mm, void juice the void daddy has saturated everything <laughs> <laughs> is it is the thing that made the the good frocker like you understand each other and like a mutual respect develop there that they just saw how intent you were like like they saw that must that, clean yeah must clean the dedication which with, with which you approach your job must clean and you're like ah oh, I see you are a man of culture as well <laughs> I don't know what do you think frocker um what a great question um 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 let me can I see the wording of, yeah, yeah. of the yeah. Uh initially rivals, you both now respect each other's talents. Yeah. Um <clears throat> I clean real good. I mean, I think that I honestly think that the Froctor, the good Froctor might um the good Froctor. Might res like I was wondering if this could be related to like my thing with you about how, you know, I I the dissected you. Mm -hmm. Um maybe, maybe Yeah, I had to clean that up too. <laughs> <laughs> I think that maybe the Fractor just respects that, like, your strangeness is so useful. <laughs> That's fair. Um, and that, like, gosh, you know, if not for you, there would be a lot of monocles everywhere, wouldn't there? <laughs> Mons, where do you keep getting them? A, a hole opens up inside, pulls out another monocle. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you just store the monocle in the void before you go through? Look. <laughs> Why don't you just take your shoes off whenever you leave the house? I don't know. Look, pick one from each one. <laughs> uh. 
Oh, callbacks. Uh, all right. What's your final history? Uh, final history. Uh, that just leaves Nova, mm-hmm. Scotia. Uh, they introduce you to the existence of monsters. Tell them how you feel about that. Uh, I, I lie awake at night, terrified <laughs> every night uh-huh. for hours. And when I do finally fall asleep, I wake up screaming. <laughs> Me too, bud. Me too. <laughs> that is a conversation that happened on the ship once. <gasps> You've done this to me. You're the one who answered the ad. Yeah. Listen, I thought I was just doing cleaning stuff. Do you guys pull me out of the ship when we land and I have to fight things? And then I don't remember fighting things? Um... Uh, that's the final history. That's the final history? That's right. That's the final history. I don't think the Cosmic Library is going to like that very much. That's right. Oh, are you doing the same thing? Mm-hmm. Final countdown? Final yeah. Countdown. yeah. Good, good. <laughs> <laughs> Alternatively, Excellent. we could go. Oh, oh, good, 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 good. This is good. This is good. Right. Oh, are you doing the ending music? Oh, wait. Are we done? Are we... Well, no, we're definitely done, but <laughs> did you hear the, mu- the ending music started? <laughs> anyway, uh, we'll, we'll talk to you all next time uh, when we're playing Monster of the Week. What? Oh, is that what we're playing? Art. I hope all right, bitches, let's get into it. <laughs> all right. Uh, peace. Art. There's an ending in there somewhere. <laughs> <laughs>